0: and snow. My name is Heather and today my guest is Luis. Luis was born in Costa Rica but has lived most of his life in Spain and now he's been here in Sweden the past seven or so years?
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, more or less.
0: All right. Well, let's hear your story. And um, so how long did you live in Costa Rica?
1: It was three years. So very short. Yes.
0: All right. And then your family decided to move to Spain.
1: Uh, Yes. So my my mother is Spanish. Mm -hmm. And my father is Costa Rican. And when I was about three, they decided to come back to Spain. They actually met in Spain and then they moved to Costa Rica... So it was like a comeback trip for them. So
0: I think that's a lot of if somebody has a relationship with someone from another country, a lot of the times they'll mm-hmm. they'll try one first. OK, we're going to try living in your country and then we'll see how we feel and, and then, then we'll, we'll decide. We'll, yes, we did that, too. But I, I decided to stay here okay, <laughs> in cool. Sweden. So I get it. <laughs>
1: I've been back to Costa Rica a few times, but mm-hmm. I am far from an expert. Yeah, it's more like vacationing and meeting relatives.
0: Which is always the case with mm-hmm. all of us expats when we have to go back and see family. Where I mean, I guess it's more you have to go to Spain more often to see family, but still going to Costa Rica, you've got a lot of family there. So mm-hmm. it's probably most of the time taken up with visiting people. Yeah, actually, it's, uh,
1: my family in Costa Rica is actually quite big. And oh. I don't think I've even met everyone so yeah i'm not i'm not the greatest at keeping in touch
0: okay but then when you're not going around and visiting family what do you do Mm -hmm. i mean what is there to do in costa rica it's
1: a little country but i i think it's amazing like you can go on a vacation and you basically have everything you can be on like the beach if you want Mm -hmm. um there are very nice resorts but if you want you can also find more like you know, wildlife kind of
0: I heard that there are wild sloths everywhere <laughs> in the country. Maybe not everywhere, I but bet. they exist. I don't
1: know. I haven't <laughs> I haven't seen them. But I um I had a I had a horrible experience. I am very I like cities. So I'm very like, you know, I love concrete. And uh-huh. <laughs> and and then they took me I can't remember how old I was, but it was under twenty for sure, like maybe seventeen. They took me to see turtles laying eggs on the beach, yeah. which is amazing. It's an amazing experience. Right. But in order to get there, you have to take this little boat. And and there were like alligators on the side and like oh. gigantic mosquitoes. Uh, I was co- covered from head to toe in um, repellent. And there were spiders with legs of like many different colors. and I And we had to spend the night because the turtles... In, in order to see the turtles, you actually have to oh. stay the night, yes.
0: Because it, it's very early that they do it, or...? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, it's, like, early morning. It's almost it's almost dark, but it's just getting... Is it, like,
0: a special reserve where, yeah, you know, you have to be allowed in to... Yeah, yeah it's, okay. it's a
1: natural park, and I know because a lot of people that I know, like, go there, and they're like, oh, my God, it's amazing. And and then I ask them, what exactly did you see? And they show me the <laughs> pictures, and they're like, this, is, this, this looks much more... Civilized than what I actually (laughs) saw myself. So I think they're getting better. But when I was there, which was the 90s, yeah, I had to spend the night in a little like cabin with it had no glass in the windows, it was just like a mesh. And I could hear like all the monkeys and other animals. I don't know wow. what they were. And screaming and I couldn't sleep the whole <laughs> no. night. I was a mess in the morning. My father was like, I need to slap you in the face so that you like react. <laughs> yes. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't a great experience. But um, I remember it. Yeah. After all these years. So I think like something, something stick with me. Other than that, another memory that I have very vividly is there there are Active volcanoes, and um, oh, I didn't
0: realize they had them there.
1: Yeah, wow. I okay. mean they're like dormant, uh-huh. so it's not dangerous to be right, around, right. but it's super beautiful. If you if you go there in the evening when it's getting darker, you can actually see the I guess the lava flowing. Or- yeah, oh. yeah, no, no, you can see the wow. red veins. Yes, again, <laughs> I, I will give you the name of the uh, volcano. Arenal was the one that I actually visited, but okay. there might be others. It's it's really nice, like it's super beautiful. Um, I took some pictures. Obviously, this was the nineties, so my pictures look like crap. But <laughs> yeah. yes, they are not even digital. But but you can see it like it's like there's like some blur with some red. Uh, but if you Google, you will find it. I yes. just
0: I guess I never thought too much about the volcanic activity in Central mm. America.
1: And then I was oh. I was super freaked out about the spiders and the alligators, yeah. but I loved the volcano and my brother was the other way around. He was like freaked out about the volcano and, oh, <laughs> and not funny. about the, yeah.
0: So how old were you? Were in your teens or 20s at the time? Yeah, something okay. like that. Because when we went to Sicily, I thought that my kids would be excited about seeing Mount Etna. Mm-hmm. We didn't actually tour it, but of course you could see it. You yeah. know when you came in, and and I was oh look, you know it's an actual volcano, and I think that freaked them out because they were maybe. Seven mm-hmm. and nine at the time. Yeah, my and brother
1: was younger. Yes.
0: Yeah, right. So a kid's idea is like um, volcanoes erupt and everyone dies because all you hear yeah. about is Pompeii.
1: Yes, yes. And <laughs> um, they have seen the pictures, yes.
0: Yeah, and you, you feel like I mean, it's yeah. just going to do that and there's going to be no warning. So <laughs> as you get yes. older, you realize I've got some time to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, but other
1: than that, uh, it's, it's, it's really great. Like you can do one thing that I actually love, which is that you can swim in the morning in the Atlantic, then drive to the Pacific and swim in the evening because it's so small How? as a country and it's like the narrowest part of Central America.
0: That is so cool. How long does it take to drive from the narrowest part, one, mm, one ocean to the other?
1: I, I can't really pinpoint it, but it's you can definitely swim in the morning in one ocean and swim in the evening in another ocean. So it takes like almost the entire day. But with a few stops.
0: Yeah. yeah, but that's like a bucket list thing. Like you know, yeah, yeah, I swam in two oceans yes. in one day. <laughs>
1: uh, the roads were a bit rough, but I hope that
0: they're better now. Probably, it's been a while.
1: It's been, <laughs> it's, been while. it's been it a while. It seems yes. like
0: it's yesterday, but
1: yeah, apparently no, not. <laughs> um, I'm hearing, I'm hearing that these days because they have a lot of influence from the U.S. I hear, I'm hearing these days is a lot of people from the U.S. go there on retirement, and there is a lot of like. Plastic surgery going on. (laughs) Yes.
0: So let's move on to Spain. So you basically grew up in Spain. How old were you when you left?
1: When I left Spain? Oh, let me think. Uh, because blah, 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 blah. you didn't
0: come directly to Sweden did I you, know or? I
1: didn't no but it was more like Spain was my headquarters because I was with this company it was a French company mm-hmm. and I worked for them for around 15 years then I would spend some time in France and then I would spend some time in the UK then I would come back then I would come back to the UK then I will yeah so it was a bit like that. But there was always this idea that I had a a place in Spain. I remember speaking with someone once that she asked me, I think this was my early twenties. No, mid twenties. And she asked me, like, you know, what do you consider home? And I said like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like um hmm. And then um, she made the connection that I don't even know, I never Googled it, but that people that had been moved as babies, they didn't have as much sense of roots as other people.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. It kind of makes sense. So hmm.
1: maybe that's something with me because I definitely don't think about the place where I grew up as home.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I actually think it's quite boring. So uh, <laughs> I I own, I have an apartment in Barcelona that I bought before... 2008. So you can imagine that, yes, the market dropped and I then couldn't sell it. But so I'm renting it out.
0: Do you rent it out for vacations?
1: (laughs) No, it's not an Airbnb. Uh. I actually have tenants that are like longer stay.
0: Man, because I'm going in January. Mm. Uh, What's the deal? I have to just to go off on a tangent a bit. There does not seem to be Airbnb allowed in the city of Barcelona. I
1: have have been a bit isolated from all the drama, Mm -hmm. but it. It feels that they have had some issues. Barcelona in general, I moved to Barcelona in 1999, uh-huh. and I absolutely loved it. It was like, yeah. I, don't, I never want to leave. Like, this place is amazing. <laughs> People are amazing. The culture is amazing. Music yes. is amazing. I do to be like the beach. So, you know, like, I just, I. <laughs> It was there, I, but I never went. But everything was amazing.
0: The city of Barcelona, uh, I love the architecture. I mean, obviously yes, yes. you have your modern buildings too, but the Gaudi influence yeah. is just, it's like living in a cartoon or a fairy tale when you go by one of those buildings that's in that style. And yes. I, I wish there were more. There is, um,
1: exactly the year that I was moving, Pedro Almodovar filmed um, All About My Mother, which is, I don't know if you've seen this movie. No? is he's from Madrid. I don't like Madrid. but yeah the and so all his movies are like around Madrid, but this one is in Barcelona and he he was just doing promo for the film and he was basically claiming that yeah, Barcelona is like a gigantic movie stage. like I
0: can see that. He
1: could just point the camera to any location and it will be perfect.
0: Yeah. It's and a beautiful city and there's there's so yes. much going on. It's so lively. I mean, I've only visited, but mm-hmm. it's, to me, not not living there, of course, it just seems like such a happy place. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And there's always a festival or a party going on here and there.
1: Yes, and that's where I was going, that... 99 was great. And then I think I I moved to the valley, like Barcelona has this mountain on the side. I moved uh, past the mountain to a small village, which is basically like 20 minutes by train. So it's not that much. It's almost like taking the subway or like, I think coming to the office takes me a lot more into Sweden. <laughs> but part of it was because it was completely overrun by tourists. It became more of an issue every year. I mm-hmm. was living in a part of the city that first I live very, very centric and I noticed, oh my God, like this is getting really rough. Like it was difficult to sleep at night because I don't know, the buildings are not really like Sweden.
0: Right, because here they're so well insulated because of the cold.
1: Yeah, Barcelona is not like that. So you could basically, I don't know, hear people partying until like early morning. And it was just terrible. So I moved to a bit on the side, and it was still like ten minutes walk from the center. And I couldn't sleep at first. It was like so quiet. It was just like <laughs> I'm missing all the noise. So I think that it has something to do with the Airbnb situation. And I think Uber, because they have a lot of problems don't. with tourists.
0: And I think there was a big some sort of taxi strike a year or two ago hmm. too for all of the other companies coming in. They seem yeah. very protective, which is probably best to preserve a lot of things. And how hot does it get in Spain? I think it
1: depends on the year, I guess.
0: Yeah, of course. <laughs> but
1: um, I think this year has been quite warm. If you go to the south, then you can go over 40, which is right. insane. And um, Barcelona is usually like mid-30s, Okay. but it's very humid. Yeah. yeah so you're like you feel like you're sweating a lot.
0: But it's always funny coming from somewhere warm and then watching how Mm -hmm. Swedish people react when they start to get some real heat for once, because it's getting a little hotter each summer for a little longer.
1: Um, Yeah, I think so. Not this summer, but
0: last... No, this summer was more average, really, but last summer was... Yeah, I, for people are freaking was wonderful. out. it's <laughs> was like I can finally swim in these lakes because all the Swedes can always just jump in the lakes and yeah. and the sea. And I'm like, God, no, it's too cold. Yeah. And last year was like, it's finally warm enough for me. Mm-hmm.
1: I actually like uh, for for some strange reason, maybe is that to, it, to some extent, it's more exotic to me to swim in here than in Spain. Like in just
0: because it's different. Uh, or? It's different.
1: I don't like I don't like sand, so I don't like sandy ah. beaches. And so in here is like, well, there's a rock with some water and um, and a lot of trees and and you can just go there and swim. And there are like, as long as you don't touch under water yeah. because there is some stuff <laughs> in there. But yeah.
0: It is sometimes a little slimy if you're in a lake. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So I know, I know what you mean.
0: Took my kids to a, a lake near our neighborhood this mm-hmm. summer and they were playing around, but I, I wasn't in. I was just watching on the side and saw a little snake swimming across the lake. I'm like... Do I tell them now or do they? Because I mean, they—they ah, they only have like two snakes here. Only one of them's poisonous, but it's not deadly poisonous. Mm. It's just like you know, trip to the hospital maybe. So it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll let them swim.
1: <laughs> one thing that I do is actually go to the what's the name? Salhu. Um, it's not like a spa. It's the it's like an outdoor pool, let's say. You have to take the train in that direction. It's in like Naka, but going to the south. It's Salhu. So I, I, my pronunciation is terrible. Oh no,
0: I can't say that either. Yes. Salhu bought it. (laughs) And that's terrible too. Something
1: like that. There is a place there that you actually have to pay, but it's really good because they have like uh, male area which yeah I don't really like that uh, but they have a male area and a female area with what I like is that there are like little cabins that you can actually change and leave oh, your stuff nice. and they have lockers I, and somebody
0: told me about this and I remember being hmm. really surprised that they had a separate male area and separate female area like mm. on an outdoor yeah basically beach but, you yes
1: know. They tell you that you can uh, swim naked if you want. Yeah. Um, Which, yes, they are very comfortable with. And I'm. That's often
0: unfortunate, I've noticed. Mm -hmm. You know, when you grow up somewhere like the US where we're very modest and and Mm -hmm. everything, and then you have this idea of nude beaches, and then you come over here and you see a nude beach, and it's like, oh, no, these are not the people that (laughs) I ever wanted to see at a nude beach. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Th- thankfully, they have like in between the male and female areas, they have like a, a beautiful beach. And in there you have to swim clothes. So uh-huh. wear clothes with swimsuits. And they actually clean the surface. So they remove all the random stuff, like all that. I don't know what it is. So they remove that. So it's it's clean.
0: Oh, that's really nice. It's
1: super nice. So
0: how much does it, it cost since you have to pay it's to access it?
1: 70 kronor per day. Okay. and you can also get a pass so they they do like a summer pass and
0: i have to try it next year
1: you you should go like it's it's really it's really nice they also have like a restaurant there um so what i did when i was on vacation is i used to go there like almost the entire day and super early in the morning they open like 8:30 and there is nobody there swim 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 then I will do some work in the restaurant, with just just facing the water, which is super yeah. nice. And then you can swim a bit more. And then all the people start to come like around, you know, midday, and, mm-hmm. and then you can start thinking about living. But, um, but yeah, but it's, it's really really nice.
0: That's a very good tip. It's the total wrong time of year for that tip, but mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I have to remember it's, it's, it's that. Really <laughs> <wrong>. It's really <laughs> wrong. I, they do open in winter, too, because you can go there, take the sauna. They have a sauna, yeah. and then you can jump in the water.
0: No, thanks. No, no thanks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I haven't I haven't done it myself. I don't know. I love this place so much. I was thinking, maybe I should do it. But I don't know. If I do it, I will let you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You have to. I'd like to hear from somebody who's done mm-hmm. that. It's just, no, I've seen people do it, and it's like, yeah. no, not my thing.
1: No, but this is like the posh way of swimming in the lake. Right. <laughs>
0: I'll pay for the people to clean it, and then I'll swim in the
1: lake. <laughs> it feels a bit like that, but it's very popular. There are a lot of people there.
0: So we are recording this on October 11th, mm-hmm. and tomorrow is Spain's national day. Oh Did God. you know that?
1: <laughs> no, I totally forgot about it. Oh, Jesus. So the
0: follow-up question is, how important is that day? And I'm going to guess not very. <laughs> I guess it's important for some people.
1: You have to believe me when I say that from a cultural standpoint, I'm closer to Sweden than I'm to Spain. I get uh, that. <laughs> yes, you get that. Um, Spain has been has been really hard for me <laughs> to relate to football. I hate
0: football and that's so huge
1: yes yeah. they have this history of bullfighting i hate bullfighting right? <laughs> and anything related to that thankfully i think like most people there hate that so it's, it's almost like a national embarrassment mm-hmm. that
0: no I, i've noticed that it's the attitudes towards that are really changing yeah and there some places are stopping with it some places still have it but mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes yeah <laughs> but,
1: i don't know they have this really strong culture around uh wine and fine cheese and things like that. And I'm like, I don't like cheese. I don't like wine. No, yeah. that's the
0: part I like.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. So you can, yeah. Uh,
0: Spain is wasted on you.
1: <laughs> it is wasted on me. Yes. <laughs>
0: What do you like in Spain?
1: I was telling you the other day, gazpacho. Yes, Yes,
0: right. Yeah, Yeah. well,
1: that's... um, I love gazpacho. Mm -hmm. Um, I like... What I like about Spain, oh my God.
0: What about, like, just uh, how social people are compared to Sweden? Because that's, Mm -hmm. like, the main complaint is that... I'll get to that in a minute, but just the... Yeah, yeah, people people are
1: more approachable, yeah, that's for sure. And, Mm. And I noticed that when I work in Sweden, it's very interesting... Because I I have that I can relate to the uh, sense of um, keeping distance, but at the same time I have the approachability as well. So it's uh, it's almost like it's, it's almost like I have a superpower here. <laughs> <Yeah. Yes.
0: laughs> That's how we should start looking at it. Yes. Oh, no, we get it. And we don't really want to get that close. But I can talk to you. And I'm cool with that.
1: <laughs> yes. And I can also be direct and, and tell you, like, yeah, I totally get that you want to, what do you call it, avoid conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes conflict is good. So yeah, let's sit together and talk about this thing that is bothering us. And and sometimes people in here that are in a more like leadership position, they, they just don't just not to do that. It's like, no, we just don't talk about it.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I've uh, seen that too. It's it's a big thing with conflict. But again, it, it is like a superpower because it works to our advantage, those mm-hmm. of us who don't have a problem with conflict, because then we can say what we want to say yeah. and it's you know, not a big deal. And it works yes. out. To but yeah, be but good sometimes.
1: But <laughs> in general, it's, it's, I will say that Spanish people is more, <clears throat> yeah, it's more approachable. You can find people on the street that might actually talk to you <laughs> without, um, without, without being crazy. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <necessarily>, without <laughs> you thinking that I had have, um, have a friend who went to Barcelona actually, and she was like, everyone is flirting with me, and it's like, how how do you <laughs> notice that? And she was like, they're looking me, they're looking at me directly in the eyes when I'm walking down the street. And I was like. Yeah, you know what? That's just normal.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> most countries do. Yeah,
1: that's just not
0: the, the. Yeah,
1: no. Like, I get. Yes, you're attractive, but it's not that everyone was yeah. flirting get with you. Get over
0: yourself. Uh, people just look at people in the eyes. Yes, <laughs> I learned that lesson when I came here because I would look people in the eyes when I came, and <clears throat> oh, so many problems. Uh, every mm-hmm. person who's a, a bit mentally unstable decides they want to talk to you <laughs> if you look at them. So you learn very quickly. <laughs> I think I think so, yes. Yes. On that topic, so I started following this this subreddit called Swedish Problems. Mm-hmm. And so I found a few things that I wanted to discuss today that were on Swedish problems. Okay. And the reason I wanted to discuss this is that the first one was about Spain. <laughs> and I'll, uh, I'll try to translate oh, no. this person's Swedish problem is that uh, they say, I'm in Spain with my mother and my Spanish bonus mom, and we're standing at a bus station with two older women that we've never met before, and she just starts talking to them, and they have this lively conversation, and nothing is awkward And I've never seen anything like that. And and the question is: I wonder if it's them who are weird, or if it's us Swedes who are weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The answer is Swedes are
1: weird. (laughs) (laughs) But I was
0: trying to see. It was
1: consensus in the Reddit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: But let's yeah, people are also you know yeah, it's the same way in Chile and Chicago. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's wrong with people in these countries? (laughs) Why are they so nice and social? (laughs) So, at least you know, Swedish yeah. people do have a good sense of humor about <laughs> they yes. they know how they appear. and then, um another Swedish problem somebody's complaining about. this is uh, a younger person. and their big problem is that they had potatisbullar buller served mm-hmm. for their school lunch. Have you eaten potatisbullar? Buller? They kind of like they kind of smash them flat a little, like mm-hmm. like you can do with falafel and stuff, but they do it like with. Oh, with yeah. potatoes. Anyway. Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, okay. So it's just potatoes. It's not like, you, you mean, don't mean not, meatballs with uh, potato no. uh, mush or whatever. Yes.
0: Right. Just the potato just part. The potato. But they're kind of mushed down and kind of fried a little yes, bit. Yes, so. I know what you mean. Yes. Yeah. So have you had those before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you eat them with? What mm. is usually served with them? I don't know, honestly. Okay, well, it's usually lingonberries, like a lingonberry oh, you mean that sauce. Type yes, sauce.
1: I, I hate that sauce. So I never, <laughs> I never, like, it's, if it's on the side, then I never touch it, yes.
0: <laughs> Man, it's like the best. I even go out and pick lingonberries uh, in the nature reserve behind my house. I've got so many in the freezer right now. Mm. But uh, this person's Swedish problem was that at school they served strawberry silt with oh. it strawberry jam instead of lingonberries and they just can't get yeah. over this this is you know uh, yeah, in all it's... capitals who the hell eats strawberry <laughs> strawberry jam with potatoes butter <laughs> This This is a major Swedish problem. It's a
1: major Swedish problem.
0: (sighs) And then uh, the responses are, you should be thankful that you don't get taco fish. (laughs) I don't even want to know what taco fish is. (laughs) There are suggestions that this person should change schools. Some major problems there
1: yes yes but what
0: uh, what swedish foods do you enjoy that maybe you hadn't had until you came here
1: uh one thing that i love and it's uh it's something that is everywhere so it's not like only from sweden but uh-huh. there is like a lot in sweden is the rice cake culture and and lots of <laughs> yeah and they have lots of thin bread on and yeah. my problem is that You have to buy like a gigantic box. I've gone through the, okay, I will risk it and I will buy it. And then the next day I'm talking with like a colleague and it's like, do you like this bread?
0: (laughs) uh, Would you like some extra? I've got some. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but um, do you put,
0: because uh, they usually take uh, slices of cheese And mm-hmm. put cheese on top of that hard yeah. bread Do you eat it like that?
1: Yes, I like, yeah, I definitely like cheese I have to be a bit careful because some cheese is not vegetarian So I have to be right, looking yeah. in the, yeah, I'm vegetarian Thankfully, it's usually quite clear Like they they have like some
0: They're good sticker. about labeling things yes, here, yeah. yeah They are
1: good <laughs> And there is also um, vegan cheese I, Actually, I'm surprised about the There is like a decent vegan selection. I think it's growing all the time here. Yeah, no, they they do have a lot of stuff. Even in if you go to restaurants, oh, you can have this salad, whatever, with chicken, and I'm like, I'm usually like, well, remove the chicken, and they're like, oh, we can add, oomp, yeah, and that's that's nice, yeah. Yeah. When I was in, it's not Swedish, but when I was in Malmö. I lived there for a couple of years. The best thing ever was falafel. They have, like, great falafel. Yeah. Much better than in Stockholm. I went to Malmö yeah. with a bit of Swedish. I had studied Swedish. Mm-hmm. And, and then I got there and nobody wanted to speak Swedish with me. And obviously, <laughs> like, it was uh, a international working environment yeah but a lot of the falafel like little restaurants or stalls they only speak Lebanese or Swedish so I had to speak Swedish with them and so I have a lot of vocabulary (laughs)
0: surrounding 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 falafel
1: (laughs) I was like yes because I don't like the garlic sauce that they put everywhere so I was always asking them like please don't (laughs) <laughs> like yes, don't don't put that. And at the beginning, it was more like hand signs, and then I started to learn how to say it, <clears throat> and uh, that but, was that was interesting. And I love the falafel. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a good way to learn Swedish really quick. Is if you have certain things that you mm-hmm. don't like or can't eat, then you it becomes a major thing that you have to learn to say that correctly.
1: <laughs> it yeah yes yes you learn quite quickly.
0: The one I always get stuck on. And I I feel like I still get stuck on it after so long is when I want something gift wrapped. I most of mm. the time here and that's another thing I don't think we've talked about is on the podcast before, is that gift wrapping is free mm. everywhere you go here. But usually you take your item and they just have a station and you go wrap yes. it yourself. And it's wonderful because in the States it costs you have to take it like to the back office mm-hmm. and, and then it costs to have things gift wrapped. But here it's it's free. Which I think it's never really nice when people are just grabbing the gift wrapping paper yeah. and walking
1: out. I'm going to say, I never see anyone in those, like, I see the stations. It's just me. <laughs> yeah, but I never see anyone. So it's like, mm, maybe maybe it's just me. Like, around I'm just December, going to rando- random hours. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but the thing is, is some stores, especially around the Christmas season, uh, yeah. they're so busy that they'll have the staff do it. And yes. it's free, but you have to ask for it. And I can never remember the word. For, uh,
1: don't ask me. and
0: and there's something else like they'll they can also seal something like if you buy a present, say mm-hmm. I bought perfume or cologne for someone. They'll ask me, and I really think that the word is plomberat, but I I can't ever remember if they're trying to say, do you want me to seal it in case it needs to be returned, or do you want me to gift wrap it? So I usually just say yes, and then I see what happens. And if they don't (laughs) gift wrap it, I'm just in my head, I'm like, okay, I'll just go home and do that myself.
1: (laughs) I am quite shameless about just randomly speak English. And then I also give them some like context. So if I go to NK, for example, um, they ask me all the time, they ask me if I want an NK card. And I tell them, like, I don't know how long I'm going to be in Stockholm.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. Yes. Mm.
1: Because then you are not really... They don't really have the context that you have been here for so long that it's embarrassing for you not to speak the language. Yes. And, but <laughs> it's also not informing them. Like, it's just... I like that. I'm going to use that. Yeah, use that. (laughs) Another one is I keep telling people I am new here. This is a new experience for me. When I went to the outdoor pool for the first time, Mm -hmm. uh, then they obviously they were speaking Swedish to me and I was like, I'm sorry. It's not just that I don't understand is that I don't get like, can you show me around? Like I, I got a VIP treatment like they showed me around everywhere. And I was like. Yeah, I'm new here, and which was true. I was new to the place.
0: To that place? <laughs> to that place,
1: obviously. Yes. And then they explained, and every time that I came back again, they always told me, remember, you know, you can't swim nude in the beach. It's only on the male side. And I was like, yeah, don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, not a
0: problem. Yes. <laughs> It's almost lunchtime, Mm -hmm. and that is lunchtime for Swedish people, which is around noon, uh, Mm -hmm. not for Spanish people, which I understand is more like one or two in the afternoon. (laughs) That's
1: always a drama when I go back there. I'm like... Are
0: you used to... I mean, have you adjusted well to the Swedish eating times or... Oh, yeah, no, I
1: I love it. Um, It works much better when I'm in Spain, even when I was before, like before moving. I always wake up really early and I have, the first thing that I do in the morning is having breakfast. I wake up like starving and like food, food, food. Mm -hmm. And then obviously around 11, you're already hungry. And what Spanish people do is like they have a bite in the middle of the morning, but I never did that. So I... Yeah, it was it was always a struggle to get through like the entire morning get to one thirty two. Yeah. Some people have lunch that late. So when I came here I'm super happy I can have breakfast. <laughs> And then around noon, I can have lunch.
0: When you're actually hungry, yes. you're like, my people, yes.
1: Yes, yes. And then when I go back to Spain, it's always, oh, let's go for lunch. And I'm like, I oh, already had lunch. <laughs> um, yes. Second lunch. It was, yeah. no, yes, it's second lunch. And I basically ordered dessert. It was, yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah, would I just,
0: guess that's the way to handle it. Yes, can I have it, a but... piece of cake? <laughs> But anyway, since it is Swedish lunchtime, Mm -hmm. we'll go ahead and wrap it up. And uh, thank you so much for being on. (laughs) Thank you for inviting me. And thank you so much. And let's go to lunch, maybe. Yes, (laughs) let's do it. All right, bye.